Hey, Hustlers, welcome back to another episode on the Girl Hustle podcast. Hi, my name is Christy, and I used to be a sugar addict, and I'm going to be talking to you today all about sugar. We've got one of my favorite holidays coming up this month. I friggin' love Halloween. I love Halloween candy especially. I swear Milky Ways taste better when they have bats on the packaging. I don't get it, but I, Halloween candy tastes better than regular candy. Doesn't make any sense, but it's just how it goes. Uh, but on a more serious note, I know that there is a ton of stress and anxiety that comes around this time of year, and I want to address sugar early enough so when you're faced with choices, you're better equipped and understand what happens when you do eat sugar. I just remember what you don't change, you are choosing. So I hope that after you listen into this episode today and have more awareness, you will make better choices. Um, I do wanna say that there is not anything wrong with eating a piece of candy or two, but it's not okay to sit and eat a whole bag. It's not okay. I, I've been there. I've been neck deep in candy corn. That's my favorite. That I love candy corn. I've eaten the entire bag before. I've eaten all the chocolate Milky Ways out of, um, you know, when you get like the variety packs. I've eaten them all. I've been surrounded by candy wrappers. I get it. I know how it goes. But I didn't know about the effects of sugar back then like I do now. So I think it's really important to understand what sugar does to us internally, uh, physically and emotionally. So next time you're faced with a choice, you can say yes to one or two pieces, or you can say no altogether. But once I discovered what actually happens when you eat sugar, I, I say more, uh, I say no more often than I say yes. And when I do say yes, it's 100% worth it. And so I'm really excited to bring this episode to you today. Um, I do ask that if you have any friends who would who need to hear this episode too, please pass it along to them. We got the holidays coming up, like I said, I'm, we all know it. Um, and so this is a really good topic to bring awareness to. I feel like everybody needs to know this stuff about sugar. I, this is one of my favorite topics um, because I do have Hashimoto's too. So Keeping a diet that's lower in sugar, anti-inflammatory, um, it's very, very important to me uh, just to feel good. But I will say I am the first to admit that when stress or anxiety hits, I naturally gravitate toward the cookie jar looking for a fix to my problems. I love sugar in all forms. Like I said, candy corn, Milky Ways, Nutella, ice cream, jam, cereal, uh, marshmallows, Skittles. I love it all. I mean, most people love sugar. We just love sugar. Eating sugar makes us happy and then energetic and then tired and frustrated. And then you look for more sugar to make you feel happy again. And I know that the cycle sounds familiar. We've all been caught in it. But the problem is, is that once we get caught up in the cycle, it's really hard to break out of it. And even though you may not consider yourself a sugar addict or junkie, uh, you may recognize that you do have eating habits that involve your emotions, which is the number one cause of unwanted weight gain. It's emotional eating. It really is. So I first want to talk about where did our friggin' love for sugar come from? Because I want you to know that you're not alone. By evolution, 
We are programmed to reach for fat and sugar. It's literally in our genes. Our genes, you know, thousands of years ago, um, there was always, it was famine or feast. And so we are programmed that when we eat fat and we eat sugar to eat more and more and more. And so, um, I mean, if you watch any sort of documentary on uh, food addictions and that type of stuff, we, we are mentally programmed um, to, to gorge and add to our fat stores um, because, you know, back in the day, thousands of years ago, um, getting fruits and animal kills, they were, they were hard to combine. So our bodies were programmed to prepare us for survival. Um, and it's almost like our genes haven't quite figured out that, you know, we're in a day and age where food is in supply. And so we don't need those genes that make us want to eat and eat and eat. Um, because, you know, food, food is everywhere and it's available. And that is a huge mindset. I mean, if you ever think about it, you can have, you can eat your, you, you know, your day and then it gets like eight, nine o'clock and all of a sudden, like you just have this anxiety urge to want to eat everything. And I personally believe that it comes, it comes from our genetics from so many years ago, you know, thousands of years ago where we feel like we need to eat to serve, you know, to survive when really, and yes, we do need to eat to survive, but we're, we don't need to eat like it's our last day on earth. And I feel like sometimes when we get into emotional eating habits or we're eating mindlessly, it, it is in fact those thought patterns. And so a huge thing that you need to think about is, hey, food is in supply. I don't need to eat this entire bag of sugar, you know? Um, and so again, so what brings us to today is that people use, um, you know, sugar, not for not for survival needs. We use it for a coping mechanism. It's like a self-medication for dealing with daily emotions. Um, and not to mention, you know, sugary snacks, they're cheap, it's socially acceptable, and it's very, very easily to attain. Um, so what happens when sugar is con consumed? It has a drug-like effect on the brain, and some studies show it can be as addictive as cocaine. There's a really great book. I've, I've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's called Food Junkies. Um, I highly recommend it if you want to learn more about uh, the emotional effect that food has on us. But essentially, when high amounts of sugar are consumed, our brains release chemicals producing an unnatural high that will lead to an unnatural low. So if you think about like the high energy and then the crash, you know, there's you're way above baseline of your emotions or you're way below baseline and it's because of that sugar. So you're always chasing that high. And, uh, you know, those lows throw us into that cycle of sugar consuming. Um, and it definitely leads to destruction and feeling like you have no control. And so sugar is a very, very addictive thing and it really does affect our emotions. So I, the reason, another reason why I'm doing this episode is that I got a question on Instagram. It was a really great one. And you know, it always comes back to emotional eating. I feel like that that is such a recurring question that I get. And it's, you have to understand why it's happening for you to recognize how to get out of it. So once you understand the whys, the what's and the when's, it will be so easy to recognize and reach for healthier alternatives to coping with daily emotions versus always reaching for the old Halloween candy that you stash all year long or the new stuff that's coming up, okay? Another question that I get is, uh, well, what about agave or fruit? Those are natural sugar, like that's healthy. I should, I should be able to eat all the fruit. Okay, so don't, don't let this fool you because 
sugar by any other name is still the same. It is still sugar and it will still affect us the same. So let's say, you know, as consumers, you, we're trying to avoid sugar in food. Companies have gotten freaking smart and they have started to disguise the name of sugar in their products. So it's not as apparent how much sugar we're consuming on the daily. It's called hidden sugars. Um, so I kind of want to just name, like list this out for you so you can be aware when you're looking at labels like, oh, this actually has, even though it doesn't say granulated sugar on it, these are also sugar sources that you need to look out for. Okay. Agave nectar, brown sugar, cane crystal, cane sugar, corn sweetener, corn syrup, uh, crystalline fructose, dextrose, evaporated cane juice, organic evaporated cane juice, fructose, fruit juice concentrates, glucose, high fructose corn syrup, honey, invert sugar, lactose, maltose, malt syrup, molasses, raw sugar, sucrose syrup. Okay, say that 10 times fast. But like, holy crap, that is a lot of names for just sugar. It's crazy, right? It's so crazy. So with that said, I want to now list for you 10 of the most common air quote, I'm air quoting over here, healthy foods that actually have a lot of sugars hiding in them because so often people will DM me. They're like, Hey, I'm eating really, really healthy. And they send me like a list of all the foods they're eating. And I'm like, Holy crap, you're eating a lot of sugar. But companies are smart. Like I said, they will put labels on there that say heart healthy, or they'll say, you know, this or, you know, whatever, but really they're still very, very high sugar foods. It blows my mind. Okay. So especially like flavored oatmeal. I love oatmeal, but as soon as it says maple brown sugar on it or strawberry, if you look at the freaking sugar content, you're going to be blown away. So you may be thinking you're eating like, oh, I'm eating oatmeal. No, you're eating mostly sugar. Um, packaged breads, including whole grain kinds. So you need to look at the sugar content on even a loaf of bread. Okay. Uh, uh, granola bars, holy cow, or granola just in general, so much sugar. Um, coffee at Starbucks has so not, not black coffee, but like the coffee drinks, it's an insane amount of sugar. Um, any drinks that aren't, um, zero calorie, like energy drinks or anything that's got like blended juices in it. Naked juice is, is like, it's got like 40 grams of sugar. It's insane. Okay. Um, even some meal replacement bars. Uh, one time I was at, I was like down the health aisle and I'm kind of going off track, but I was down the health aisle. I like to see what schemes they come up with, uh, just cause it kind of makes me laugh, but I picked up, they were gummies and they were like, I think it said like fat loss gummies on it. And I looked at the back and there were like 10 grams of sugar in this. I was like, this is awful. Like, it's so deceiving, okay? Okay, anyway, uh, back to the point. Yogurt, sweetened yogurt. So funny, okay, I'm just gonna get sidetracked again. So funny story, when I was first starting out in fitness, you know, I was on my little health journey. I knew nothing. Um, I was getting all my information from like Women's Health Magazine and that type of stuff. Or, you know, I was relying on marketers to tell me the truth and they're all freaking liars. Um, but I would eat, uh, it's uh, the Zio, it's like Z-I-O Greek yogurt, the honey kind. And I would dump vanilla granola on that. And I would eat like a whole container a day of that. 
And I thought I was eating so healthy because it was granola and yogurt. And that had to have been like 100 grams of sugar. Like it's so crazy when you don't know what you're looking for, what you're actually putting in your body. Um, Some other foods that have hidden uh, sugars in it, frozen waffles or pancakes, bottled dressing, barbecue sauce has an insane amount of sugar, marinades, dried fruit. Uh, If you can just stay away from dried fruit, there's so much sugar, especially in like mangoes and raisins and uh, cranberries, that type of stuff. Um, You know, it's it's really frustrating to me because I see so many people. I just want to like talk to everybody like as I'm at the grocery store being like, okay, do you actually know what you're eating? But you know, I can't do that. Uh, So that's why you're here. So I can tell you here and I can call you out. Um, So, so what's the actual guideline? Like how much sugar should you be eating? The USDA recommends 25 grams of sugar per day for women. Me personally, I try to keep mine down around 15 grams a day and that's low. It is so easy to like consume 60, 70 grams of sugar. It is so easy. Like one banana has like 20 grams of sugar. It's crazy. And, and I know you're thinking, but bananas, they're so healthy. So this, this is the time where it's like you don't eat a whole banana. You, if you like bananas, have a quarter of a banana or half a banana. You know, cut it up, freeze it, and just pull out little portions at a time. The lowest sugar uh, fruits are going to be blueberries, strawberries. I love blueberries, strawberries because you can eat more of them for less sugar. So this is, I'm bringing this for you to just be aware. Okay. Um, again, fruit, honey, agave, it's sugar. It doesn't matter if it's called fructose, it's still sugar and it will still affect you the same. So if you aren't a macro tracker and now you're like, holy crap, like how much sugar am I eating? Track your food for a few days and see how much sugar you're consuming. And you're going to be so blown away with how much hidden sugar is in your food, which will explain possible headaches and migraines and uh, intense fatigue that you may be experiencing. And that's one thing that I absolutely love about tracking food, especially like new clients that come in, um, because it brings so much awareness. They're like, I have felt so horrible. And then they actually take a look at what they're eating. And most of all of their issues go away as soon as we can get them on track with like, okay, you need to definitely cut down on sugar. So anyway, that's just to bring awareness. Um, I absolutely hate the 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 uh, Snickers commercial. Um, hungry? Grab a Snickers. That is the worst freaking piece of advice you could ever be given to help with your hunger or energy because what they're talking about, it's going to be temporary. So if you're constantly feeling run down and you're feeling fatigued, um, and if you if your thoughts are always on, you know, I just need that, you know, caramel, whatever, drink from Starbucks, or I need a Mountain Dew, um, or if you get excited over the thought of like crunching on uh, Captain Crunch or a Cinnamon Toast Crunch or you know whatever, um, the when you're feeling fatigued and exhausted. It's very, very natural. Uh, it's a very natural response for your body to be looking for quick energy fixes in the form of sugar. It's totally natural. Um, sugary and crunchy foods, um, it, it releases in the mind dopamine, which is a natural high feeling of being excited uh, caused by expecting pleasure. It's really crazy how food affects us emotionally. So here is my advice. If you, if you are somebody who's constantly dealing with fatigue and you're always looking for that next energy, 
energy fix. And try to get some sleep. If you are running on very low sleep, try to time prioritize, try to sleep more. That's my first advice. Um, The next thing, like let's say you're just like on the go and you're just constantly tired. Instead of grabbing full sugar soda, grab a diet. That's going to be way better than full sugar. Um, instead of cereal, grab a bowl of oatmeal, just not the pre-packaged, um, or grab a piece of whole grain toast or rice cakes or, you know, a, a cup of coffee, like something that's going to actually fix your afternoon slump versus sugar, which will send you through a spiral all the way until you go to bed at night and sugar will affect your sleep. So if you are a sugar consumer, you uh, hopefully this is bringing awareness that is my whole goal here okay um again just remember that quick sugary foods will be followed by that quick crash so that's going to leave you more tired and cranky um and you're going to be looking for the next hit it's just it's crazy how it goes i've been there i've lived it um you know i'm not saying that i'm perfect even to this day if i'm like hey that sugar is actually looking pretty good as soon as i start eating it i can't get enough of it so sometimes for me, it's just better to say no and flex some discipline, okay? Um, so, you know, personally, like the pleasure of sugar that it brings in the moment, it, it, it rarely outweighs the miserable aftershocks of it. So the best advice I can give you to avoid sugar binges is to stop it before it starts, especially if you just, you lack control. Um, don't purchase trigger foods. Like if you know you have Oreos in the house, you're going to eat them, stop buying them. And if you're a stress snacker like I am, try to arm yourself with lower calorie, you know, go-tos. Like if you just like to munch on stuff, whether it's, you know, popcorn or or rice cakes, something that is low sugar, uh, because I personally like to snack when I'm anxious or stressed. Um, so again, I'll have... Um, uh, I'll have uh, the the snack packs, the the rice cakes. I cannot think today. The rice cakes, or I'll do. Um, I really like popcorn. Um, I'm trying to think what else that I do. Um, I like the like the nut thins crackers, just things that are low in sugar but have a crunch. That's kind of what we tend to crave over everything else. Or if you're like, hey, I you know I want to avoid snacking. I absolutely love the Lipton Diet uh, Berry Green Teas. Those are absolutely fantastic. It's a very mild form of caffeine and that, you know, just kind of keeps your focus and it's sweet and so it kind of curbs the cravings and keeps them focused. I really like that stuff too. Um, my At the end of the day, like... All I want for you is to be smart and to educate yourself and know what's in your food. I I just, I can't emphasize this enough. Um, I hope this episode has brought you some awareness to this topic and hopefully at least um, it's just going to make you aware of what you're feeding yourself and even your kids. Like if your kids are kind of on an emotional roller coaster, eh, you know, it could be sugar too. It's just, it. like I said, it's freaking crazy to me how many people do not see the hidden sugar that's in their day-to-day foods and they don't connect the dots to why they're feeling like crap. Um, I was, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago and they're totally addicted to Mountain Dew and they're so tired all the time. I'm like, you know, you're going to suffer for a little while cutting it out, but you will feel so much better. Uh, sugar, it's going to give you side effects if you get off of it, but 
you know, at the end, end of the day, it's, it's going to be worth it. Um, I know that this time of year coming up is going to be crazy. I can't believe it's three months till 2021. So what I've been doing for you is behind the scenes, I've been creating an eight-week holiday hustle program uh, that's designed for you to begin November 1st. Uh, it's going to have eight weeks of workouts for home or the gym. I've got holiday-themed macro recipes like my favorite ones and my top mindset and eating tips for the holidays because you know what actually sets us back aren't the holiday days themselves. It's the days in between. So my goal with this program that I'm creating is to help you aim to maintain and not stress about having to make progress because that mindset is just going to set you up for fail to fail. And I, I just want you to, to succeed. If you've been listening to this podcast or if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I just, I want to set you up for success always. Um, anyway, more details on that will be coming out later this month, but my goal is to have this guide available the week of Halloween. So when November 1st hits, you'll be, you'll be ready to rock and it's going to be epic. It's going to be a good time. Um, thanks for tuning in today. I have, you know, as always, just remember everything you need to succeed is already inside you. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Until next time, hustlers. Bye. Bye.